ready to receive the word of the Lord. I want you to rise on your feet, celebrate Jesus, put your hands together, join me to welcome on stage our senior pastor, Reverend John Joseph, as he comes to bless us greatly with a powerful word of the Lord. Hallelujah. Got somebody shout, Hallelujah. All right. I think you should have some melody because it's a new month. All right. Um, ask anybody, do you know how to sing Hallelujah song? Okay, so shout hallelujah. Okay, shout hallelujah like a millionaire. Like a billionaire. Like a trillionaire. Like someone who will never do poor again. Like someone who will never do sick again. Like the person who is going to get the biggest breakthrough in me. Shout hallelujah! Hallelujah! Oh, I didn't know you all like money, you know? You want to be millionaire. It's good. Amen. All right. Father, we are grateful for the blessing of a new month. Money cannot buy it. We are humble that you have spared our lives to see a new month. We return all the glory back to you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. This is the fifth month. Number five stands for grace and favor. So we thank you for your favor, the reign of favor that is going to fall upon us in new dimension. Lord, we lay our life at your feet. Help us to be useful to you this month. Lord, we do not want to just be useful for our career, our businesses, our wife, our husband, friend, Lord. We want to be useful to you, O oh God. So, Lord, I pray. Everyone whom you have made to see this new month, help us to be useful for your kingdom. Help us to be useful to you, Lord. May our life not be useless in your hand. Now, Lord, we return all the glory of the month of May back to you. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Shout Amen. Okay, so if you are not in church, um, so we, oh, who say you should sit down? Me, I'm standing, you should stand. And today we are standing all true. It's too wrong. You stand, I stand. Like you say, God, no go best. All right, I, I can't you stand? Oh, people will start to clap for you this month. Now, before you are seated, there is something we started last week or two weeks ago. You know, when, when I finished running the series of um, community, I said that, you know, we don't just do handshake in church. We do what? Heart shake. All right, so we now have two extra minutes. That's two extra minutes. You are going to walk up to somebody and spend two minutes celebrating someone. All right? You look at someone and say, you know, I like your head, girl. You know, you are fearfully made. You know, this last month, you owe me one pizza. God, hope you are going to redeem it. Ah, why did I owe you one pizza? I was work last week. How are your children? How are you doing? The awoke up, up, and, and you know something? During a checking moment, we don't speak English. You have to speak your colloquial language. Your English. So, if you are speaking to a quiet Bob man and you are a Yoruba man, you just say, Messere, son, 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 The person will interpret the rest. If you are an evil person, if people, if you don't know what to say, just when you greet the person, just say, You know, you can never go wrong with praise. Praise God. But by the way, if you, if the person you are meeting is an Ejebu person, just say, Kim Shio, Kim Shele, Kim Shele, Shum Jefokore, Kim Shele. Are you there? <laughs> Amen. All right, spend the next two minutes. Look for somebody and make a genuine friend in church. Make a genuine friend for two minutes. Care for somebody. And if you are joining online, if you are joining online, make sure that you also uh, type something on the chat room. For two minutes, we are making a genuine friend. For two minutes, you are caring for somebody. Tell somebody that they are looking nice. Try to really find out how the week was, how the day of the festival was, 
As for the person's wife or beloved, admire somebody genuinely, love somebody genuinely. Don't let anybody stand alone during this heart shaking moment. Make sure you are sure. If anybody standing alone, care for somebody genuinely. Somebody you have not spoken to before. Somebody you have never shaken hands with before. Oh, is this how to care for somebody, people of God? Epoca, I celebrate you. I celebrate you. It's good to see you. It's good to see you. Remember, don't speak too much English. Don't speak too much English. We don't want English. Speak the language the person understands. It's an heart-shaking moment. Genuinely spend time with one person at least and find out how the person is doing. I observe you have not been smiling since the service started today. Wow, thank you for remembering me. God bless you. You have one minute to go. So if you are standing, you still have one minute to go. Maximize your one minute. I want you to maximize your one minute. This is the best one minute. You have one minute to go. One minute more to go. One minute more to go. Spend that one minute caring for somebody. Please, can you make efforts? Make some efforts to genuinely care for somebody this first of May. This first of May. This first of May. You have 30 seconds to go. We are not asking you to sit down. We are asking you to care for somebody. So make it the best 30 seconds in church today. The best 30 seconds. 30 seconds. The best 30 seconds. Make it the best 30 seconds. Let me be honest with you. Let me be honest with you. I'm not happy. I'm not happy. Some people don't know how to talk to people in church. So I'm going to give you a topic to discuss for another two minutes. And I really mean it because, you see, in this church, we are a family. Since last Sunday, we have not seen some of you. And when, when I talk to you again, I may not see you till next Sunday. The rest is online, online, online. Now that online has started to offline. So I want you to talk about... Why Manchester United is the best team in the world? Or why you should vote for why you should not why, why you should vote for PDP or APC or why you should register? So choose a topic. Oh, let's which topic can I choose, Pastor Daniel? You are the history person. Okay. Talk about Nigeria for two minutes. Uh, talk about the, the good thing about Nigeria. Let's talk about the blessings of Nigeria for two minutes. So look for somebody and talk about Nigeria. Nigeria is a blessed country. So let's talk about Nigeria for two minutes again. Don't talk about church. Listen, listen, I mean it. I mean it. We are not talking about church. We are not talking about PHCN. We are not talking about bad road. We want to talk about the good things of Nigeria for two minutes. Don't talk about Jesus. Don't talk about church. Look for somebody and talk about Nigeria for two minutes. Tell them five good things about Nigeria. Oh, and people on this side. People on this side, what is happening? Look for somebody and talk about good things about Nigeria for two minutes. Talk about Nigeria for two minutes. Talk about the blessings of God in Nigeria for two minutes. Talk about who you are going to vote for. Who will you vote for in the election? Tell the person to vote for your candidate. Now. 
Can we then put your hand together for your neighbor? Put your hand together for your neighbor. You may please be seated. Heart shaking moment is one of my most favorite time in church. Because I realize that people make friends and they talk to themselves more. Right? Should we talk again? Or are we tired of talking? So are you going to care for your neighbor genuinely? Is it not interesting that you are... You know, some of you, you still don't know how to speak people's language. You don't know why. You don't like to speak. You don't want... You know me? I want to show them that. You know me? I, I, I'm, I'm from you. I saw, you know... Uh, anytime I'm trying to talk, I, I just want to talk in a way that they will know that I have this American accent. You see, we will know you are from uh, Nigerian America. We, we are Nigerian. So let's, let's talk. You know... Don't say you know now. Let's talk. Praise God. Our country is blessed. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for the blessing you have blessed us with in Nigeria. And we thank you because Nigeria is getting better. In Jesus' name. Now, welcome to a new month. I was last month. Amen. Brother, when we say we should go and talk, we are not talking. Now that we are now turning, you now started your own. Uh, uh, hey. You are now sharing your testimony when we are finished. Praise God. So today I'm sharing with you on the subject of focusing on gratitude. Focusing on gratitude. By the way, all right, if you miss for service, after the service, I believe my team, hope the messages are getting ready. My team are going to be out there. You see some young, fine, beautiful, elegant, lovely looking, gorgeous sister. Out there, they'll be there. Buy to this message, buy to this message, get to this message. All right, encourage them, they are students. All right, the, today's message, all those hundred naira does not go to us. We are using to support our students. All right, so that we can encourage them to get to this. So they can download the messages for you. Pastor Daniel has been in our case for a long time. On man, please put your hands together for Pastor Daniel because I, 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 Pastor Daniel is always like, we need to always get messages after seven. Pastor won't let, so he would every time he doesn't let me rest. So we have made way finally. So you can always get messages on the day. So if you miss first service, all right, first service is different from second service. So even though it's like what we're sharing is similar, get the message. So when they chase you around for the 100 naira, 100 naira is our student allowance fee. We, you know, we have a lot of students. So that money is special. We keep it for our, for our students, all right? We are encouraging them, teaching them on entrepreneurship. So if they don't allow you to rest until you get to the message and pay for 100 naira for them to download it, don't be angry. We are not making money from it. I don't make money from messages, but I just figured that we can actually begin to help our students during the week, give them some one or two allowances. Hey, you take this, you take that from the messages. So they, so the messages are for our student ministry hey, because we want to, we they deserve allowance during the week. So it's not the, all the money for our messages don't come to us as a church. Is a new ministry I started for students so that we can be a blessing to them. At least they can eat your love rice after service. All right, which is good. So focusing on gratitude. Focusing on gratitude. Now, I'm going to skip what I've talked about in the first service. So I just want to quickly define what the word focus is, what the word focus means. So focus means to con to the, the concentration of attention or energy on something. The concentration of attention or energy on something. So in other words, when you focus on something, you are concentrating your attention and all your energy on that particular thing. Now, let me tell you one of the mysteries of focus. Whatever you focus on becomes bigger. Whatever you, you, you focus on becomes bigger. Now, one of the things that happens is that if you focus on blessing, your blessing becomes bigger. The other side is that if you focus on wrong thing, all right, or you focus on problem, you focus on challenges, the challenge becomes bigger. It doesn't get solved. It becomes bigger. Now, for instance, a disease like IBP, high blood pressure, is a product of wrong focus. When, you, when If someone says, I have high blood pressure, what it simply means that I'm focusing on the wrong thing, and the thing became bigger and bigger till it's affecting the person's health. The, if somebody says, I have hypertension, it means I, the person began to focus on a particular thing of concern, and the thing becomes bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, and until it begins to affect someone else. So as children of God, you must learn to focus on one thing, and that is gratitude. 
Our focus must be on gratitude. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18 says, New Living Translation, Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. Now, what is the importance of focusing on gratitude? Why is it important for us to focus on gratitude? All right, I would like us to open our Bible to Psalm 100, verse 1 to 5. I will read from Message Bible. Psalm 100, from verse 1 to 5, I will read from Message Bible. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your help. Now, verse 1 of Psalm 100, Message Bible says, On your feet now, applaud God. In other words, stand up and clap for God. Okay, now, in other words, this is a man that wants to go and pray. He wants to enter into the presence of God. I said, now, you know, I want to stand up on your feet and clap for God. That's how he said. I said, on your feet now and applaud God. Then he went out to say, bring the gift or bring a gift of laughter. Now, most of us have thought that money is the only gift we bring before the presence of the Lord. This is the, one of the reasons why we now go around at shaky moment now. Just to make you smile. There's so many challenges in the world and during the week. We come to church again and we're like, praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Shout amen. Amen. Because as the man is there, his mind is at home. Look, he's coming for my house friends. This one is going to happen. So even though you are in church, your burden is still in your mind. You know, for once, learn to do what Jesus said. You, do, you are not the one that's supposed to be carrying that burden. I don't know for us, for some of us, Jesus is less busy around our life. When Jesus himself said, cast all your bodies upon me for I care for you. He said, Jesus, you know if you carry an amigo carry on. Did Jesus around some of us, Jesus is so busy. Jesus is less, nothing is happening around, you are not engaging Jesus. Because when you wake up in the morning, hmm, hmm, hmm. <sighs> oh, and Jesus says, oh boy, you go die like this. Oh boy, you go get gray hair like this. Jesus, make I get that. You don't understand. You see, Jesus said, cast all your cares. Not some of your cares, but all your cares upon me. For I care for you. Is our burden carrier, carriers. Amen. So the word of God is saying that from whenever you appear before God, don't just bring money. One of the things you should bring is what? Laughter. Come on, give me that laughter now. Let me give me the laughter. Where, where's the cameraman? Where, where's the cameraman? Where, where are the, please stay here. I want to, please, can you give me a, the best shot of the person, the best laughter? All right, so can you, I'm looking for the best person who can smile best for the first of May. All right, and also give me the best person that is frowning, the best frowner and the best. Let's get it. So we're going to post you on our, go to our Instagram page on one day. If you see your face, I told you. All right, can we do it? 30 seconds. Come into his presence with a gift of laughter. Can you go right now? The gift of laughter. My God, see laugh. See laugh. Where are the laugh? You know, some people don't want their teeth to show. I think Pastor Daniel's one is very fantastic. Pastor Daniel Laster is very fine. I, I like the way you laugh. You make me, me laugh. <laughs> Your laugh is laughing me. Praise God. The next thing he said is that seek yourself into his presence. Verse 3. Know this. God is God and God. I like that. God is God and God. God, God is God and God God. Can you see the mystery of that? God is God and God, God. In other words, when you turn him like this, is God. When you turn him like that, is God. When you move him like this, is God. When you move, no, your problem cannot change God. He remains God forever. Put your hands together. God is God and God, God. Hallelujah. Now, verse 4. Enter with the password. Thank you. Make yourself at home talking praise. Thank him. Worship him. Now, this is where I'm going to say, I say, enter with the password, thank you. You know, you know what I'm trying to smile? Every time I look at myself in that service review, it's like I'm fighting with the devil. 
So I said to myself today, I, I want to change. I want to smile. When I looked at the thing there, even me, I was not. I said, ah, ah, why? So today, you see, I'm changing my composure. <laughs> it's first of me. I think lady had the laughter. So by the time next Sunday, when I'm seeing myself, I will laugh. So don't mind if I'm just. <laughs> it's not part of me when I'm preaching. <laughs> All right, let's get serious. We are very serious anyway. Where was I? Password. Thank you, because you have been looking at my password. Okay, so it's enter with the password. Thank you. Now, we have been taught as children, or when we grow up, one of the things that we're told is that when somebody does something for you, what should you say? Thank you. Good. Now, that mentality followed up to the presence of God. So we think that thanksgiving is appreciating God for what he has done for us. That is not thanksgiving. Even though you are supposed to appreciate God for what he has done for you, thanksgiving with God is appreciating God for who he is. You see, he said, thanksgiving is a password to enter into his presence. It simply means without thanksgiving, you will never enjoy the fullness of God. Now, let me tell you what this means. Most of you have phones. You hold on to your phone. Without the password, you can never send SMS. You can never use the camera. You can't send out mail. Even though that phone can do all those things for you, but you realize that just because you refuse to enter the password, your email can't be sent, you can't check your message, you can't make phone call, you can't snap, you can't do video with it, you can't do a whole lot of things that are with, that that phone makes that phone valuable for you, becomes useless. Just because of what? You did not press the password. Let's take the padlock or the key. You see, you, the Thanksgiving is the key to which you open the door to your house. You don't use the key after the, you have opened the door. You use the key to open, to gain access to the house. It simply means that the door remains unopened without the key. Now, it also means that without the key, Entering becomes a struggle. Entering becomes difficult. In fact, when there are some doors that if you lock without the key, you may need a welder to help you open it. You may need a carpenter to help you open it. You may even need to sweat the whole day to open it. You know why? Because you lack the key. In other words, without thanksgiving, you cannot enjoy the fullness of God. So, you see, with God, you don't thank God for what he has done alone, even though you should thank him for what he has done. You thank him to gain access, to enjoy the fullness of his presence. So I don't have to wait for what he has done. He has done enough before I was born. So thanksgiving gives us access. He grants us access into his presence. Thanksgiving is the key, is the password that makes us have access. So you see, whatever you are enjoying, in God should start with you thanking him before you see those things. Jesus was a master of this. That is how come he stood at the grave and thanked God. That was why how come he lifted up the five loaves and three fishes and thanked God. Because he knew that he wanted to gain access for, to, for God to help him. He needed to get access for the help of God. Is somebody with me this morning? So password of thanksgiving grants us access before God. Amen. So thank you is not an ending point, but an access point. So that's why a man who is thankful is attracted to God. So anyone who is thankful is always attractive to God. Amen. So you start with thanksgiving, not because of what he has done, but because of who he is. I remember getting to my house one day and the gate, the big gate was just staring at me. I don't know if you have seen somebody that their car broke down before. And the person starts, the car can't start. That is why you know that cars are heavy. Cars become heavy because it can't start. Life becomes difficult when Thanksgiving is not there. That is why you must make Thanksgiving your focus. You must make Thanksgiving the objective of your daily. I know that things, no matter the size of the problem, you will know that it will, if you want God to intervene in that problem, you must start with what? What's the password? What's the password? Say thank you. What's the password? 
What's the password? Thank you. Now, a grateful act is the beginning of greatness. A grateful act is the beginning of greatness. And living a life of gratitude is the foundation of greatness. Anyone who wants to lay the foundation of greatness must be a man who knows how to be thankful. In all things, give thanks for the, this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. Now, keys to focusing on gratitude. How do you make gratitude your focus? Number one, celebrating God. Celebrating God. If you want to make gratitude your focus, you must learn to celebrate God. Philippians chapter 4 verse 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Now let me tell you what this means. Don't make your rejoicing inward or earthward. Make your rejoicing upward. He said, rejoice in the Lord. You see, most of us, when our business is going well, we rejoice that it's going well. Fantastic. When our marriage is going well, we rejoice that our marriage is going well. But do you know what the danger behind that thing is? That the moment the marriage or the business don't go well, you become sad. You see, because you have tied your emotion to when things are going well in your life. But if you want to make Thanksgiving your focus, even when things are going well, you look upward and thank God for what is going well. So even though you are the one that went to the market, you bought the things, you are the one that worked and you got your salary, you are the one that is you going to work every day, you are, you've been so nice, and that's why your husband is treating you well. But when the things begin to, begin to go well, what do you do? You will say, Father, I thank you for the things that are going well right now in my life. I thank you for the business that is going well. I thank you by that for the, my job that is going well. I thank you that my career is going well. Do you know why? You are tying your emotion to who God is, not what is going on around you. So that when the season of your life changes, because it has always been about God, you will still see that you are still thankful to him. This up and down emotion that we often go through when things are not going well, is because we have tied ourselves to circumstances. And by all means, sometimes, even Jesus was tempted. He said, pray that you not enter into temptation. Season changes in life, but God is the only unchanging factor. The only thing that doesn't change, the only person that is constant is God. So, when I have money, I am thankful to God. And I don't put my trust in that money. I put my trust in God. And when I don't have some time, because I know that there, there may be times that maybe the angels are working on the next level money to come to me, I'm still very grateful. Because why? My provision is not in my job. My provision is who? God. Do you know that there are some people when they don't earn salary for two months or a month, they feel like dying? Because you see, all their trust is in that salary. They are always looking forward so when the, the alert from their boss will come. If you live your life that way, when the alert doesn't come, you will become sad. You can even become a prostitute. You will become a 419. Your life will be upside because you see, your life is tied every month to that alert. But let me say something. Your alert should be in Jesus. The Bible says, for my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory through Christ Jesus. So even though I know I'm going to get my salary, but my supplier is not my boss. My supplier is not my salary. God is using that job to provide for me. If that salary ceases, I will still not beg for bread. Because ultimately, my provider is who? Put your head together for Jesus. That is how to focus on gratitude. That is how to live a life that is focused on gratitude. You go and your business is booming today. And customers are coming. Customers are coming. And when the customers are coming, they are so happy. Thank God for those moments of your life. But you say to yourself, even if customers don't come, God is the one providing. So it's not this customer that are providing. I'm going to treat them well, but ultimately God is using them to provide for me. And you go to work the next day. There is still no single customer. You will laugh. I say, Father, what I, how are you going? I know that today you don't want to provide through this business. So what is the next way you are going to provide from? So you, and you'll be surprised that you will be there. No single customer may come, but that day you have more than enough. Somebody will call you and drop a lot in your account. Somebody will say, oh, I'm owing you money for a long time and they will pay. Strangers will come and say, I will pay for your transport. Do you know why? Because you are a man who have not trust in earthly things. You have learned to trust in who? God, that is what a lifestyle of thanksgiving is all about. Focusing on God.
Celebrating God. Is somebody with me? What does it mean to celebrate God? Number one, it means to celebrate His grace. What is grace? You may want to ask. Grace is God giving you the good things you don't deserve. When I talk about grace, grace here means celebrating God giving you the good things you don't deserve. You don't deserve the air you are breathing. There are people who are better than us who did not see the month of May. There are people who work harder, but they are broke today. There are women who, 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 who do the very best, but they don't have anything. They don't have half of what you have. So that is why when you come before the Lord, don't celebrate the, the, the don't start by celebrating uh, the car you just bought or the outrage you just, you just paid for or the school fees. Those are minor things. Celebrate the grace of God because it is who God is that is making things to happen in your life. The grace of God is God giving you things, the good things that you don't deserve. And, you know, I still have my money with me. I did this on Tuesday. I did it on first service. In first service, I want to do it again. Let me tell you what grace is. You see, who you are, for some of us, what, what we have made to define our life is the experiences we have gone through in life. We have allowed the experiences, especially the negative ones, to shape our lives. So you look down on yourself today because of the negative experiences you've had. This is 1,000 error notes. Can you all see this 1,000 error notes, please? It's not a, it's not a fake note. And I, I really want to give it to somebody. And I, because I, 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 I'm going to give it back, I pay the person back, but I, I'm going to actually give this 1,000 error note. And I, I, I mean it this time around. I don't know why people don't trust me when I say I want to give us something better. But this time around, I mean it. I, I, and I mean it. Because I, I, I really mean it. So, okay. I squeeze the 1,000 naira notes. What is squeezing the 1,000 naira note now? Let me say, are my mistakes. The divorce I've gone through. The broken relationship. The exam I failed. What is squeezing this money right now? Is the lack of job. My business is not going well. I can't pay my house rent. So everything that this 1,000 naira began to go through is squeezing it. Reshaping this 1,000 naira notes. And squeezed and squeezed and squeezed and squeezed and squeezed and squeezed. So life reduced this 1,000 naira note to something you cannot even recognize. Different experiences. He said he was going to marry me because of that. I began to sleep with him. I've committed abortion for him. Then he walked away. Different experiences. I thought I was going to get the job. I put all the money together only for me to know that it was a 419. Different experiences. Look at how 1,000 Aramus has become. Well, I finished with it. Do you want? Who wants it? Who wants it? Okay. You want it? Okay, on this side, who wants it? These people on this side don't like 1,000 naira. Who wants it on this side? I don't know why people don't trust me. Okay. You want? But it's squeezed. I should throw it first and see whether you don't want it. But it's squeezed. Look at all the things that have shaped it. You still want it right now. Okay, I will do what will make you not to want it. I will do what will make you not want my notes. So I spread my notes. I, at least most of you, you look too touched. And I place my feet on the note. I jump on it. I jump on it. I jump on it. I jump on it. I want I jump on it. I jump, 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 jump. Okay, now that they know that at least you don't like dirty things. At least nobody should desire it. Are you serious? Okay, I know what you don't like. Action! 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 Now that I've sneezed on it. Okay. Who still wants? If you want, come and get it. 
Oh, Pastor Lou, you are a pastor. You are a pastor. You are too fast. You are too fast. You are in the choir. You are in the choir. If you want it from here, come and get it. I really want somebody who wants it. Okay, you want it? Okay. All right. Now, despite everything my 1,000 Naira note went through, it still had value. Do you know why? Because those external experiences does not erase the value that the federal government of Nigeria has placed on that note. That is exactly who you are before God. You see, there is nothing you have gone through in life that has ever reduced your value before God. There is no amount of mistake that you have made in life that can ever reduce your value before God. The Bible says you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are the apple of his eyes. So when you appear before him, you see, even though life has battered you, you have made mistakes, you are divorced, you are broken hearted, God still looks at you as that little girl in the womb of his mother and looks at you and says, I love you, my daughter. I love you, my sister. This is what it means to celebrate the grace of God. That is the grace of God. That is the grace of God. Your value has never gone down before God. Regardless of what you have done, you are still who God created you, your mother's want to be. Hallelujah. You know, the person tormenting you with all those mistakes is the devil. Always remember that 1,000 error notes. The value is determined by what the government says it is. You are who God says you are. Not what the circumstances says you are. Not what even your own mistakes says you are. You see, the word of God is the one that tells you your true picture. You are worth dying for. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son for you, for you, for you, for you. If God could give his son before you did one good thing, how many bad things can you do for him to hate you? You were bad. We were bad before he gave us Jesus. We, we've not done any good thing before he gave us Jesus. Whilst we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. This is what it means to celebrate the grace of God. Is somebody with me today? So when you come before God, place every experience. Success don't matter. Your failure don't matter. What matters is that you are before the one who truly loves you. This is what it means to focus on gratitude. As you've entered into the month of May, I want you to put every experience about behind you and let God be the reason for your joy. Let God be the center of your joy. Let's see, you may be owing money, but put it aside and just say, I'm, I, I, see, I've made mistakes, I know, but God still loves me. You see, why do you need this? This is the confidence that helps you get access before him. Enter his gate with the password of thank you. What are you thanking him for? Thanking him for his grace in your life. Do I have somebody who want to thank God for his grace? Stand to your feet with me this morning. Stand for your feet this morning as we celebrate the grace of God. I want us to just lift up our voices this morning and say, Lord, I thank you for your grace over my life. For the good things you give to me that I don't deserve. And from the depth of your heart today, I just want you to celebrate. It's a new month. It's going to be well with you. Things are going to get better. The help of God is going to locate you. You are going to rise and serve God again. Your glory will be restored. Everything that you have lost, God is restoring. All you need to do is to enter with thanksgiving. I want to spend the next few minutes just celebrating God in your life. Come on, somebody celebrate God in your life. Celebrate God in your life. We cannot thank him enough. Celebrate God in your life. Celebrate God in your life. Oh, somebody from the depth of your heart. Say, Lord, I did. Oh, see the way you love me. Oh, see the way you care for me. You carry in my mouth for your head. Oh, in a marabina. Oh, like a little baby. Oh, Baba, you watch over me. You know I carry me in a marabina. Oh, 
say this. If only you know that every challenge of life is a ministry. Your calling is that challenge. Joyce Mayer said she felt like a tissue paper after she went to her mother to explain that every night daddy had been carrying me to have sex with me. This was a woman that even when the father was tired of having sex with her in the house, the father would put her in the car as a 15-year-old girl and carry her to the roadside. One day, the father was sleeping with his own daughter in the car. And the police came and knocked on the door. And the police said, hey, man, you're having a good time there? He said, yes, I just picked up this prostitute. I, I just want to sleep with this prostitute. Calling her old daughter the prostitutes. And the girl went to the report to the mother. And the mother said, manage it. There's, I'm telling you, Joyce Mayer said it with her own mouth. The mother could not do anything. So, she felt like someone who is not important in life at all again. Then at 18 years old, she found a man who she felt could love her. The, the man loved her. But because the man, she made the mistake of telling the man her story. When she came back to the first girl, the man looked at the baby and said, this is not my girl. This is not my child. And said so one day the man, after eight years of marriage, the man went out and never returned again. Never returned again. And you know, she just felt after eight years, he, he cannot even tell me bye-bye. So the devil said, you, you don't even deserve a man to tell you to wave goodbye to you. You are that worse. He said, she kept hearing that boy that she's useless. Nothing good can come out of her. And do you know even the worst thing? She was trying to go to work one day only to realize that the husband who had moved out of her house was living with another woman two houses away. Had moved in with another woman. So, do you know what it means to be passing that house every morning and looking at you, your husband is there? He said, I felt so useless. But you know, this woman of God has one of the greatest women ministry. Do you know what she's talking about? Her story became a message. You see, some of you don't know that God is looking for people who will be bold enough to make their mess a ministry. You see, your mess is your ministry. Your mistake is your ministry. God is not rejecting you because you have made mistakes. You see, some of you have ministry to divorce women. Some of you have ministry to divorce men. Some of you have ministry to single ladies. You see, some of you have ministry to drunkards. Some of you, you see, everything you have gone through, package it and begin to use it for the glory of God. If the devil tries to steal your joy, now, take that joy and turn it to message and you see that your joy will come back. Today, I want to say, Lord, I, I give all my mess to you. In Thanksgiving now, make it my ministry. Every mistake, everything that I've not gone well, whatever I stop. See, God can make your mess your ministry. If only you can trust him. Right now, I don't know whatever you are going through. I don't know whatever is the source of challenge. Lift yourself and commit yourself back into the hand of God. Don't give up on God. 
because God has not given up on you. Don't give up on God because God has not given up on you. Don't give up on God because God has not given up on you. And thank God for those things that are not making you happy right now. Because those are the things God is going to use for His glory in your life. He's going to use those mistakes for His glory. He's going to use your cracks for His glory. Whatever disadvantage you have, He's going to use it for His glory. So give it back to Him. Say, Lord, I thank you for everything I've gone through in life. So I want to lead to voice and thank God for everything you have gone through. Thank God for the negative experiences. The devil never wanted to thank God for it. Now I want you to see the hand of God in those challenges, in those negative experiences. Hand it over to God in thanksgiving right now. Can we lift up our voices? Lift up. Give up your past back to God. Give your mistake back to God. Give your, your, all your cries back to God. Everything. He said, Lord, make a ministry out of my mess. I give it back to you. Make a ministry out of my mess. Make a ministry out of my I thank you for everything that God to in life. They may not be the best of experiences, but I thank you for them. I thank you for them. I thank you for them. Thank you for them. Listen to me. As I was praying, there'll be other people here who are in this same condition, but the the specific person right now is a woman and the Lord said you have suffered broken heartedness you know you have suffered broken heartedness and it's bringing tears to you all the time you know it's like you have not forgiven yourself you're just you're just trying to be happy hear what the Lord is saying to you he's healing your broken heartedness if you can hand it over to him he's going to make a big ministry out of your broken heart story you are going to be someone he's going to use he knows about every of your pain. He knows about those tears. He knows about those tears. He knows about the tears. He knows about your brokenheartedness. He knows about it. You have, you have beaten yourself enough. Right now, forgive yourself and rise up and make a ministry out of your mess. Make a ministry out of your brokenhearted. Because he knows about it and he's going to use you for his glory. Father, I pray for everyone whose heart is broken right now. I pray for those who are going through one brokenhearted situation or the other right now. You are the balm in Gilead. You are the balm of Gilead. Father, I ask in the name of Jesus that you heal every brokenheartedness now in the name of Jesus. Heal, oh God, I pray thee, every brokenheartedness right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I pray for you, my sister. You see, you, 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 you feel run down. You feel run down because of the addictions you are going through. But right now, I pray for anyone going through any form of addiction right now. Drug addiction, sexual addiction, alcohol addiction. Right now, in the name of Jesus, that addiction is broken over your life forever. You are delivered in the name of Jesus. Amen. You are delivered in the name of Jesus. Amen. You are set free from that addiction in the name of Jesus. Father, Lord, I thank you for your people, Lord. I thank you for the great men of God that are here. The great women of God that are here. The servants of God that you are raising up from this congregation. I thank you for the young and the old. The people whose voice will be heard in the uttermost part of the earth because of the great things you have done for them. Lord, I lift up everybody in this congregation today in your hand, oh God. And I pray, Lord, let your peace which passes all understanding flood every heart like a river right now. In the name of Jesus, I pray for you this first of May that you are marching forward. You are going stronger. Stronger every day. Stronger in your work with God. Now everything that has taken your attention endless challenges or problems that has taken your attention that has become your object of focus right now in the name of Jesus I ask the Lord to supernaturally turn your focus back to him right now Amen. now all those burdens we cast them on Jesus right Amen. now we hand them over to Jesus I speak to every trouble I speak to every challenges I speak to every problem here represented in this place 
peace be still. Solution comes to your problem. Every trouble becomes solved right now. In the name of Jesus, as you begin to thank God, as you begin to celebrate, the faithfulness of God is bringing you out of every trouble. In the name of Jesus, receive your promotion. Receive your breakthrough. Receive your promotion. Receive your breakthrough. Right now, I pray for you that your walk with God will become stronger. Your relationship with God will become stronger. Rise and serve God, my daughter. For he loves you, he cares for you, he's not rejecting your service. So rise up and serve him, serve him with your testimony, serve him with your story. For he will make something good out of your life. But I thank you because you are making something good out of every life this may. You are making something good out of every life this may. In the name of Jesus, we return the glory back to you, Lord. Thank you, Father. All is bad, all is closed. If you're here, you are not born again, I want to pray for you. I would like to pray for you. I just want to pray for you right now. Maybe somebody invited you to church. Or you walked in here by yourself. Or you've been coming for some time. But you know that you are not born again. Or you used to be a Christian, but you, you, you backslid and you want to rededicate your life to Jesus. I want to give you an opportunity. Jesus loves you. He loves you so dearly. And your value before him has never reduced. So right now, if you are the one that would like to give your life to Jesus, or you are the one that would like to rededicate your life, maybe you are watching or listening online, wherever you are, I just want you to place your right hand on your chest. Because God brought you here for a new day. He brought you here to make something good out of your life. So just place your hand on your chest. Your experience is not going to destroy your life. God is going to make a greatness out of your life. Now say this words after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, Dear Lord Jesus I thank you for loving me. Thank you for for not giving up on me. Thank you for caring for my soul. Today, Lord Jesus, I open my heart to you. Come into my life and be my Lord and my personal Savior. Please wash all my sins away with your precious blood. Wash all my sins away with your precious blood. And today, by faith, I receive the gift of salvation which you purchase for me with your blood i am born again i am a child of god my sins are forgiven my sins are washed away i am no longer a sinner i am the righteousness of god say it loud i am the righteousness of god in christ jesus thank you lord jesus for saving my soul today in jesus name amen now, if you pray that prayer from the depth of your heart, you place your right hand on your chest. Can you lift your hand? Let me see you. I want to just pray for you. God bless you. I see that hand. If you pray that prayer from the depth of your heart, God bless you. I see that hand. God bless you. Where are my team, please? Where are my team that has the card? With a, Can you come forward? Let me just pray for you. I want to pray for you before I drop this mic. Just come to me. Let me just pray for you. If you pray that prayer from the depth of your heart, just come to me. I want to pray for you. There is still somebody that waiting for you. Pray that prayer. Now, don't be ashamed. Just come. Jesus loves you just the way you are. Just come. Just come right now. I want to pray for you. There's still one more person. I'm waiting for you. Jesus loves you. Today is your day of turnaround. Father, I thank you for everyone, even those who are watching online right now, and these ones who have rededicated or given their life to Christ. I thank you because this one will rise up to become a strong.